2: Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians.
0: That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out.
1: The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. off those DVDs, and grab yourself a white wine, or even a cosmopolitan, and settle in. Take it away, boys.
0: Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys talk their way, and watch their way, and walk their way, and love their way, through Sex in the City, for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle.
2: And I am obviously... Nick Lachey,
1: we also, you, smell, Nick. we also smell our way, taste our way, I'm John Sieber.
0: We touch our way through it sometimes, touch. not right now, because we're recording over Zoom, Uh-oh. but we, at one point, <laughs> we touch our way through it. Oh, oh, no. Come on, Kevin. We sneeze our way, we oh, sneeze man. our way through
2: it. Jeez Louise. <clears throat> that was a sneeze, not a
0: cough, though. What's going
1: on? <laughs> What's it's good yeah, to see? Yeah, it it's good sneeze. to see some some uh familiar faces. Familiar here. faces. Oh man, this makes me happy.
2: There's usually like FFs? a break. Yeah. We usually have a break between um work and the podcast, but it was just like literally sent my last email, hopped on the Zoom with you. So this doesn't in a good way, this doesn't feel like pleasure. This feels like work right now. Like we're just this is part of the work day. this is your job now. This, this is our this is your is job your now. Job. Yeah. Yeah, this is our Where job. Is that
1: from <laughs> it's 1.30 in the job? afternoon, and this is your job. Punch the time clock. Let's talk about Steve. Here we Dude, go.
0: I would love it if somehow, if our job, it was like, hey, we have an eight a.m. call time. We're doing six episodes of the Bradshaw Boys today. I'd be so stoked. I would love that. <laughs> It'd be great to be like, hey, we're doing from from eight to seven today. We're gonna bang it's through not, nothing. We're gonna bang through half of season four again. That's so what you gotta do. Yeah. Nothing
1: but
2: Steve talk for eight hours today. Yeah. now I, dude, listen.
0: It'd be great. Voice would be so raspy.
2: Since we since I haven't really talked to either of you about it, um, I feel like I haven't purchased a single thing in all of quarantine besides sustenance food. And uh this weekend yep. I went a little insane and uh and I bought a motorcycle. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like uh we should just Oh man like who, you know, what I feel like, I feel like now that I don't have it yet, I have to get it from New Jersey. I test wrote it on Saturday, but I feel like it's like an episode of sex in the city. Just a guy who buys a motorcycle. Which boyfriend would buy the motorcycle?
0: Uh, Listen, we, the reason that we have the mostly in the title of this is that we've all, not all of us, but John and I have peeked ahead. I know of a boyfriend that has a motorcycle. Really? Yeah. A I, future don't one? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, burger.
2: Burger does. Oh, burger. Burger, burger, burger has burgers a, got a oh,
0: Burger's yeah. got a bike. Oh, yeah. Burger's got a bike. Dude, your yeah. burger. Your burger. Taste Dude. it. and, and your flame broiled Doyle. Flame broiled I, Doyle, Doyle, the burger.
2: And I, and I always have just some snappy, witty banter back and forth. And, yeah. Yeah. and whenever my ex-girlfriend leaves a message on my voicemail, I just give my cell phone the finger fuck you. <laughs> you just give a double bird that's actually true i've seen it uh-huh she did she did message me just the other day she was like do you want to get uh, really you you want to get a quarantine coffee i was like i hadn't talked to her for like a year i was like what i was like i will but let me get my motorcycle first
1: yeah let me roll <laughs> yeah, on, let me rolling on my steed no i was um so so kevin and i went from for a very long walk this weekend Twenty five thousand uh, steps we did a 25,000-step wow. uh, social distance walk down to how Red Hook. How many miles is that? I don't 25, know.
0: 25,000 steps is like seven or eight miles.
1: Yeah, oh, it, was it, was, a, it, was a, it was a long walk. Um, it was easily that. And we
0: walked down wow. to Red
1: Hook, and we were down near the water. And I introduced um, Kevin to something in New York that he's never had before, and that is um, Steve's Key Lime Pie
2: in Red Hook. Oh, yeah. We got a swingle.
0: I was in Red Hook this weekend.
2: What? I was in Red Hook uh, I think Saturday same, afternoon th- he was there the same time we were there. That's crazy,
1: and, and that's and wild. We, we We're eating John got, them
2: by John. Got me some
1: Steve's pie. I got a <laughs> Steve's pie. We were eating our swingles, and the line by Steve's was pretty crowded. So we we stepped towards uh, the that motorcycle repair shop that's there, who's actually owned by a friend. It's owned by a friend named Los. So shout out to Los Carlos. And Los, I I literally watched. Kevin's face go from zero to motorcycle. He was just (laughs) looking at this motorcycle, and it was like a really cool old Honda, and he's just like, I'm going to buy a motorcycle. I'm going to be a motorcycle guy. Do you have a license? No. Have you ever ridden one? No. Not going to stop him. very next day, bought a motorcycle. Look at that. I
2: was Did I I bring it up to you when I was there? Yeah, you said, I'm going to buy a motorcycle. That's funny, because I... I feel like there was a point that I joked about it and then I don't know at what point it became real because then all of a sudden, 20, 21 hours later, after I said that, like I spent the whole night researching and everything and 21 hours later, I was driving out to New Jersey with my friend to look at one with $2,000 in my pocket. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Cause we, we texted
1: my cousin and you're like, I was like, Kevin wants to buy a motorcycle. What should he get?
2: It was That's awesome. so funny. It's, That's amazing, and, and it's the exact same looking one as the one that I saw. It's an old Honda. It's a 1976 Honda.
0: Yeah, those are great. My dad had one of those when I was a little kid. It right. was like a mid mid 70s Honda motorcycle. Yeah,
2: I I, yeah. I we're gonna we're gonna go. Uh, we have to look at any scene that Berger has with the motorcycle, and I'll reenact it.
1: Dude, we're gonna be in the Hamptons this summer. That's oh where you gosh! first see his motorcycle. I will. I will. We'll call Dan Clay. I'll. I'll do my best drag Dragshaw impression, and we can recreate a scene
2: from that episode. That's. That is so going to happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Hey, wait, wait. Do you guys hear? I oh, wonder if they you are. can hear. It's seven o'clock.
0: Oh, it's happening. It's been, yeah, it's been, I've been hearing it. Yeah, if you probably, you might've been here on the podcast, but it's the 7 p.m. chimes. I've been hearing it. They started at 6.59 in Carroll Gardens today. They went a little bit early because they were so excited.
1: I'll clap. I'll clap for the, the Let's
2: clap medical workers. Here. Clap hey, it up. Clap it up right now. Hey, if you're listening. Clap it up. Stop what you're doing. If you're not, Yeah, right here.
1: Shout out to the, to the to the to uh, the medical professionals. Shout, shout out, out to, to Meg Daly. Shout out to Meg Daily. This one's for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for oh, what yeah. you do. Um, oh yeah, Kevin. You were you got a little um, active on the Instagram today, and 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 some new things have developed. Some new nicknames. Well, uh, I and, got and a good uh, some good conversations were had, and I'd love to chat about
2: that a little bit before we watch our episode. Well, I think it happened because. Uh, I was Corey and I were texting with one of our close friends, Megan the Doddler and we were making some jokes. And then I called Corey Cold Brew. You called yourself
0: Cold Brew Poppy, right? I don't think I've ever called myself that. Oh, okay. Well,
2: I called Maybe you. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. I'm I called, not sure. I called you Cold Brew Poppy. Which <laughs> yeah. is just, based- just for those of you
1: that are listening, as soon as you step foot into Corey's home, he goes, Welcome to Cold
0: Brew Poppies. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. There is a neon sign that says that when you walk in, it turns on, <laughs> and you hear you hear it like the beginning of of like a video game. It's like <coughs> and you just hear the neon sign, and then a bunch of music starts. Yeah. Well, yeah, nothing, nothing but a, uh, a
1: a shirt, a long a long beach coverall that just says "Cold Brew poppies. <laughs>
0: and you know the, you know, like if you go to Costa Rica and they make coffee out of like the, it's like a sock, it's like a porver sock. I, all I'm wearing <laughs> from the waist down is just a cold brew sock. Is like a banana hammock bikini. That's well, all I've got on.
2: Like, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers at the 1995 exactly.
0: Woodstock. One hundred percent. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. you know, I was just like, you know. I was like, I hadn't posted much the past week because um, you're busy buying a motorcycle. I was busy buying yeah, a motorcycle. You're busy yeah. going full burger. Yeah, writing a I novel, flicking got, off your phone. Got some post-it notes that I picked up. Picked up my Pulitzer, um, <laughs> and then uh, and then I I put one about the episode with Tony Hale that came out. And then I was like, I just need to throw up like a uh, need to throw up one. And someone asked us kind of who our favorite character is so far. If we're still like Steve heads, because there's an article in Vogue that said Steve's the only marriable character. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I think we're like pretty hardcore into Harry right now. And we're all in agreement. And I said, uh, I said, I was in like a weird mood. I was in like a goofy mood and I made some Hebrew joke. And then uh, and then I called him the the, uh, cream cheese poppy, which (laughs) and I was just like, that's it. He's that's That's his new name.
0: Absolutely. You know J-
2: John, do you know what that's from? Corey knows what it's from. It's because well, it's Drake. It's a champagne yeah. poppy. Champagne yeah, Drake Pop. is champagne poppy. Cream cream cheese poppy, Evan Handler. He's just He's there. And so I, yeah, I mean I, fe- I, I fe- like think I feel like we should we should make some merch. Cream Dude, cheese poppy to. merch with like we just like go- a little crown to the side, kind of like the Notorious Dude, B.I.G. We should
0: do, for quarantine, we should make face masks, Bradshaw Boy's face masks but that are cream cheese poppy, <laughs> but on the side of the, the side of your face, there's just a little dab of cream cheese. Dude, it's a little David. thing that would be, and you have, a, the face mask is a picture of a mouth with just cream cheese smeared on Except the side of the, the mouth. The face mask
1: is also um, a flesh-colored swimmer's cap. So it just it's, turns and then it has a drape of back hair that goes down your back.
0: It's basically <laughs> like you're wearing a full cape that starts at your chin, wraps over your head and, and then, goes down your back. And it's just called a cream cheese poppy. I love it. It's like and when a little, it's like it's like when a little kid puts on a hooded sweatshirt but he like puts the hood over his face and then doesn't put his arms through it, and just wears it like a cape. It's absolutely. That. We have to 100%. do that. Yeah. Um, super into that,
2: and we should yeah. do it. We should do like a rematch of "Just Hold On, We're Going Home," the Drake song, but it's just like, "I've got some cheese on you; it's right <laughs> beside my mouth. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna wipe it off. I don't know. We got to work on that, Corey. You're better at work you're that. better
0: at musical musical yeah, parodies. Yeah, we'll have to. I'll have to get in on that, Corey, Yeah,
2: Corey's more fully trained in improv. I'm more of a stand up f- philosophical. You know, really, I can't think. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, me I, improvising I, I, right there. You Corey's just got to the cold brew poppy. Yeah, poppy. poppy. You know, he's the cold brew poppy. give me.
0: Listen, you just got to give me a suggestion, and then I got to get real wacky in front of an audience. That's what I got to do. <laughs> Corey that's, has that's, that's, Corey
2: has Converse All Stars on right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I one hundred percent have on a um, an untucked button up Oxford and a tie that's just barely loosened right here, and boot cut jeans and uh, and a. Uh, Converse on. Totally. Let's do. Let's do
2: some improv right now. Hold on. Uh,
0: okay. Let's get a suggestion. Go ahead.
2: Uh, can we? Can we get a suggestion of um, just a character An- from Sex and the City? Any? Anyone at sure. all? Sure. Ooh, anyone ooh, at ooh, all? Ooh, ooh. Yes.
1: Ooh. Yes. You. Yes. Yeah.
0: You, sir. Um,
1: uh, I would like to suggest
2: Shmuel. Shmuel. That's great. That's great. Okay. Um,
0: all right. Cool. Um, here we go. Here we go. <sighs> hey. I- oh, I'm so. Hey. Oh. It's great oh, to I, be. Uh, oh. It's
2: great to be at this um, at this art gallery.
0: Oh, thank you for coming <laughs> to this art gallery.
2: <laughs>
1: That's great. I, do you, I know, do you know it's worse than watching your friends <laughs> improv team? What? What's that? Uh, watching your friends improv over Zoom. <laughs> yeah,
0: i have just y- agreed. Y- y- yes, A- and yes, yes. Now here's the fu- here's the funny thing about that. I wasn't Shmuel. I you was were Dracula. Dracula. I was I, Dracula.
2: No, you were. You were 100%. more old school. You were Nosferatu. I think. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah I think. Uh, I. I. But would you? Would you say that he's our number one right now, Harry? Harry G. Yeah. I
0: would think so. Yeah. Totally.
2: Yeah. I don't know if Smith Jared's going to overtake him for me because guys have a thing. Girls. Girls have never expressed it, but they have a thing with their own. Their own gender, but it's like there's no way that no matter how nice Smith Jared's going to be, I'm like, I don't know. You're too good looking for me to totally love you.
0: Yeah. There's a little bit of like a little bit of, I I think you need like a way in with people to like relate. And there's kind of a deal where I'm like, I feel like maybe you could relate. I mean, John, like you, you've been more of a gym dude than Kevin and I, maybe you could relate with Smith Jared about, you know, his workout reg or something (laughs) like that. But uh, my body certainly
1: looks a lot like Smith Jared's it's true it's it very does. very similar you should see me in some tidy whiteies
0: i have a, 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 yeah, for, a rippling six pack for those Not, of you who aren't watching the zoom right now and you're just listening to this as a podcast john is ripped i'm, and, I'm completely
1: we, topless with cooking oil all dripping down my body yep it's great through dripping
2: and he's he's um he's sitting on his chair the same way that one sex position the power drill he's sitting the Texas he's oil sitting drill? like it's Texas oil, oil, drill, oil drill, yeah. Hey, All right. it, uh, we also said if someone had ever did that, um, that position to write in, no one wrote in because no one did <laughs> it. Wrote in. No yeah. one wrote in because no one's done it. Or, dude, y-
1: d- d- Daniel Day Lewis doesn't listen. That's why.
2: <laughs> I'm an oil man. An um, oil man. <laughs> 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 we need
1: to we need to do a Smith Jared DDL mix up there. <laughs> oh my gosh um Um, what what,
0: episode are we what episode are we watching today uh we're on season six episode four
2: the end is nigh
0: i know season Uh, six
1: episode four pick a little talk Talk a a little
0: you guys said that you know what this is a reference to
1: yeah it's it's a song what is it it's a song from music man um what is it is it uh is it go by the same name pick a little talk a little Right, pick yeah, a pick a little, talk a little. It's a music. It's a song from uh, from Music Man. Uh, pick a little and talk
0: a little. I want to pick. I want to talk. Let's each do a little. We'll pick a little. You'll talk a little. Shut up! No, you said I could talk a little, so I'll just pick a little, and then you talk a little. <laughs> and that, that's it. Goes like that for two hours. Do you that's, think that's, they that, <laughs> I've never seen the Music Man, but I think that's what no, you happened. You got it. You, you nailed it. it. I know it
2: I mean... Up, more,
0: Curry, you were close. Can't say more. I was very far off. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. Let's, uh, <sighs> let's watch the episode and um, we'll, we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk a little. We'll chat a little. All right. we'll pick a little. We'll watch a little, chat a little. Bye. Bye. Episode 78. Pick a little,
2: talk a little. Carrie feels bad for criticizing a minor point in Berger's book. When Berger teaches Miranda... How to tell that a guy is
1: just not that into her. She feels the need to spread the word to other women.
2: Charlotte cooks her first Shabbat dinner for Harry. Samantha and Smith Jared act out all their sexual fantasies. And now, back to the Bulls. Pick iconic a episode. Oh man,
1: super a iconic episode
0: yeah so much very to, iconic episode so was, much to
2: talk about not only so I mean, many there things was, that there was a lot of storylines but there was even two or three different gifs or big big time pictures like that i've seen on instagram that i'm like oh yeah um like yeah just the we'll get into it but just the picture of miranda i never the one of her like leaning in is when she's saying he's just not that into mm-hmm. you and oh, i yeah. saw that all the time without yeah, even seeing like what she one. was saying Dude, that was Some. such a
1: perfect, uh, when you were watching that, I was like, I wonder how the women are going to respond. I wonder if it's going to be like a moment of enlightenment for them. And I love immediately as she turned around, they're just like, you bitch. And I'm like, yeah, that's my New York. There we go. Yeah. Here we yeah, go. Completely.
2: Fuck you. That was great. Fuck you. All right, John, why don't you break it fucking down for us, bro?
1: All right. Um, I love. Okay, we'll we'll get into opinions later. We'll stick with the facts. Stop um, editorializing, man. Just give us the plot. man. Hey, ticker tape. <laughs> here we come. Pick a little, talk a little. <laughs> um, this episode was about nitpicking. Um, specifically, Carrie said, "When does criticism that's constructive become de uh, destructive? Are there times when ladies should just shut the fuck up?" Per- perfect episode Whoa. for three men to talk about. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing.
2: answer is yes. Yeah! Hey, go ahead and review us on iTunes <laughs> and, he, and we're here
1: with our guest Bill Burr um, <laughs> um, Samantha's storyline was um, Jerry her and Jerry Jarrett's um, uh, fantasy relationship. She had no interest in learning anything about him. She just was involved in his fantasy world. Miranda's relationship is her hearing the advice he's just not that into you and really processing that and becoming that he's just not that into you profit and spreading the love of it around the city. And then of course uh, it backfires when the guy that is endured just has diarrhea. Um, yep. We have Samantha or Charlotte storyline. She uh, is preparing for the first Shabbos and she um, is assuming that they're going to get married and really rides Harry to set a wedding date and heartbreaking outcome as she says, uh, you know, do you know what people think out there? Do you know what, what they think when they see us together? And he says, I know what people think, but I didn't know you thought it, too. And mm. gets out of there. Goes and watches the Mets. And lastly, Carrie nitpicks um, burgers book specifically about how inaccurate it would it is that a woman would wear scrunchie in New York. Not in 2019. Scrunchie's made a comeback. Holy cow. Yeah. And... Um, he uh, kind of shuts down and um, emotionally has difficulty dealing with the fact that his book is a big fat fucking failure. And uh, lots to unpack in this episode, specifically other times when ladies should just shut the fuck up, as Carrie asks. Kevin,
2: why don't well, you go ahead and step on this landmine? Go for it, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, what what was the line she said before that? She said. She Is, said, uh, "Like are men,
1: there, uh, when does when does criticism that's constructive become destructive?"
2: I, I think the premise of the episode, the she said something about how like women are more prone towards criticism. Was that what it was? I think she said women are more verbal by nature. Verbal by nature. Yeah. Um, which great rap group, Verbal by Nature. Verbal by Nature. I was such a big fan
1: of theirs in the eighties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
2: oh um yeah I mean the answer is yes and the answer is uh is can be applied to anybody that is totally. critical um I I think what's really interesting is what they did is they set up from the beginning should you just shut up but the entire episode was I guess characterized by people shutting down I um, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess it was interesting. It was, there was, there was two different sides. Like, um, Samantha kind of shut down where Jared was pushing forward. Yeah. Kristen Davis, she was, was spewing her thoughts. Um, Harry shut down and then, so I guess it was like, and then the guy, he was the one that shut down. I don't know. I guess like I could go either way, and I know tons of different relationships that you could go either side. The guy is the talker and loves to hear his voice and doesn't shut up, uh, or the woman. But I feel like this episode was surprised me with it. How it was more about shutting down emotionally than it was about spewing opinions or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How'd I do well, with that landmine? Well, you did great. Okay.
0: (laughs) I think you you walked around it.
1: Let's start with um, um Samantha and Jerry Jarrett. By the way, did anyone see Jerry Jarrett come? I didn't. Jerry Jarrett.
2: Yeah, I didn't see that coming because now we have, we also have uh, Brady, uh, Brady, 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 Brady. Brady. Jerry Jarrett, Jerry Jarrett, Brady Brady. Brady. I want
0: to know when the Smith comes in. When when does the Smith come in?
1: Maybe they go eat dinner at the Smith, the restaurant,
0: the Smith. Maybe, but she called him Agent Smith a couple times. Hmm. Didn't Uh, she? uh,
1: Yeah. I think she said, I think she called him, I wrote down all the names, all the fantasy names that she had. Yeah. She calls him Auditor Smith, Dr. Smith, Detective Smith,
2: um, Agent Smith. So I wonder where. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just that, um. Maybe they call him Smith Jared, maybe there's a thing in the future that where they break down because maybe that's just his secret name that she does so she's not close to him. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Cuz he's like uh, cuz th- the end is he says the real name. So that's whoa, the yeah. becoming emotionally so, closer, so, opening up. So was her
1: issue with him that sh- that he I don't get her nitpicking issue with him. I didn't, I think I liked their storyline and it was great to see her like enjoy the date with Jerry Jarrett, but I don't really understand what her like nitpicking criticism was, was his criticism that that she just like emotionally shut down and didn't want to get to know the real him. I think wait,
0: his nitpicking criticism against her or hers against him,
1: her hers against
0: him. I think hers against him has been the same Samantha thing forever, where she was just like, I just want to have fun and do these like sex role plays. And like, she's like, I'm in charge. I'm like, I think it's anytime anyone tries to get deep with Samantha and bring out something that's like uncomfortable, she shuts it down.
1: Yeah. That 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 makes sense. Cause I think, I think the, sorry, go
2: ahead, Kevin. Well, she, he in a, that's what I think it was good writing. Like, he broke the rules of the fantasy and, and, you know, she was like, oh, like, that's a pretty vulnerable thing. It's like, I'm in AA, you know what I mean? And I think that was yeah. her being, saying like, like
0: a real, a real actor would have just taken the drink.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like, sure, it may, it may send you on a path towards destruction, but it's like, stay in fucking character, dude.
0: <laughs> uh, that's what I feel like Yeah. What, totally. which uh,
1: which fantasy Smith uh, was your favorite we had um, criminal Smith
2: we had Dr. Smith agent Smith um, I think the IRS auditor because I think that that'd be the scariest you could really you know like a detective that that's sexy but it's like if the IRS comes that's scarier than a detective you know they're coming I, after I was coming gonna,
1: after I 100% agree with you that like I love <laughs> that she had she had a sexual fantasy in which she was being audited by the
2: IRS. <laughs> That's I, so My gra- question I wonder, is this, I mean. Do you feel that she was like kind of not into him and the whole time? And then once she found out that his initials were JJ, she wanted him back. Cause it reminded her of JJ Mitchell. That was like the, the hook, you
0: know, <laughs> probably so. Probably so. <laughs>
1: um, I don't want to spend a ton of time talking about Samantha because there's so much meat to this episode. Let's talk about, um, let's go to Charlotte. Let's go to Charlotte next and her, her story with, um, with Harry, um, getting Shabbos ready. And then him wanting to just watch, watch some Mets instead of the, this, the, the, this serious
0: ritual. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So, so Charlotte First of all, iconic scene. She's at Zabar's shopping yeah. for Chavez. She's with Carrie. That's where the gif comes up, Kevin. That you were saying where Carrie does the wink. Yeah, because like Charlotte's like, I said lean brisket. Yeah, and she gives and Carrie gives that like winking thing, which is like a huge and it's like a reaction gif on like every single like texting app and everything like that. But and, and it's, it's it's one like,
2: of the only um, Instagram stickers you can put on um, on
0: stories. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But Charlotte really leaning into, really leaning into being Jewish now and cooking a full Shabbos dinner, which I also love that they kind of hint at Harry not really like being very supportive of this, but also that he probably only did this like when he was 11 years old and he doesn't do this at all anymore.
2: Yeah, Dude, it's just such a based on the Jewish friends that I have. It's such a good representation of, yeah, of, Jew, of Jewishness, of like Completely. the cultural Jewishness that's taken so seriously. And then also just like, yeah, we just I can't. It's Saturday. Or. Yeah.
1: I, but I thought like I, I thought um, I think this one's like a little bit on Harry, to be honest, like it, like what Charlotte. I know she's super gung-ho. I know she is like a steamroller with what she... Uh, like setting her laser focus on something and then just like putting that in her mind and pursuing that. Like she's like, I'm going to be a Jewish housewife. That's what I'm going to do. And nothing's going to... She's like an unstoppable force. Mm-hmm. But if, if Harry can't even... Like I, I feel like he should have interjected at some point and made sure they were on the same level before she committed to doing something as serious as what she decided to do. Like just buying a, a ring and not talking about it is, is that, that is kind of, I, I related to her a little bit there. I mean, granted, she I, shouldn't have said like, do you know how ridiculous we look when we're in public? I think that was like a blow the belt shot, but
0: I think he could have oh, been more communicative. Oh my gosh. I just realized what that meant. Yeah. Wow. I mean, didn- what does she mean by do you know how ridiculous you look and we're in to She's publish? way like, you more attractive how, like, than him.
1: You're yeah, you're you're like an ugly bald dude and I'm a beautiful woman. Like I wow. You're I wow. Catch. I didn't I didn't catch that either. Yeah, and that's why he's like, I know everyone is thinking that. I just didn't think you did. So like that Ooh. was definitely that was I definitely didn't catch like, that. give him some ketchup for those harsh browns. But um like I still think he should have interjected a little bit earlier and been like yo, we might not be in the same place, so you might want to pump the brakes in this whole becoming right. a
0: Jew thing. Right. But it's weird because it seems like they were in a, the same place because he bought a ring. So it seems like a communication issue then because he says, and to think, I bought a ring. Right? Didn't he say yeah. that? Yeah. 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 So it sounds like they, because like, okay, John, you're the only one of us that is married. Kevin, you we're engaged once, and like we've talked about that and you have been Jewish. Um, and, uh, but like, it seems like most people that I know that are married, there's like a conversation about like, do we want to do this? What if we bought a ring? Like you're going to be surprised when it happens, but like, are we on the same page with this? And Uh, this seems like he just went for it. So it seems like they were on the same page of like, about being excited about it they just weren't communicating that it was maybe going to happen or something. Yeah. And then if you're on that same page, that is a, to take that low shot that she did, that you just told us what that meant. Like, that's kind of a thing where you're like, Whoa, Whoa. what are your priorities in this relationship? Yeah. That is rough.
1: I I have some very strong thoughts about engagements and I hope I don't paint myself in a, in a bad light, but I don't think engagement should be ever be that big of a surprise. Like, I no. think you should be I communicating agree. enough with the person where you are on the same page about this major life thing. Like yeah. I, the people that I've talked to that are in really healthy, great relationships. Everyone's been like, yeah, asking someone to marry them was one of the easiest decisions they've ever made. It wasn't like mm. a nerve wracking thing. It wasn't like, I wonder what they're going to say. If there's doubt as to what the person is going to say, that's probably a red flag that you shouldn't be getting engaged. Like you should know 100% the outcome of what that is going to be because you've talked about it and communicated about it. I don't don't know. know. That's just
2: my thought. I don't know exactly. I think it's like a thing in my, in our younger, like the younger I was, the more I was under the impression that it's more romantic if there's a surprise element to it. And now the older I am, the more I'm just like, that's, that's insane. I don't even know necessarily where that comes
0: from. Besides, like, dude, besides just a marketing, Seeing
1: it on the jumbotrons, man. Yeah, and just being like, this is awesome. <laughs> well, and yeah, it it's is-
0: like an element of surprise in the actual act sometimes. Like, there was an ele- Was there an element of surprise in your engagement, John?
1: Totally. Like, we like we had talked about it. We had looked at rings together because another reason why is like the ring is was a, a decent sized investment, and mm-hmm. I had like asked her friends who had asked her. And I was on the complete wrong path as to what she wanted. If I would have listened mm-hmm. to like what her friends thought she wanted and like bought a ring like that, it would have not have been anything like what she actually wanted. Mm-hmm. We found mm-hmm. out what she wanted when we went and we looked on rings and tried them on and it was like, oh, this is the style that you want. And so what then, season right. of the
2: year did you get engaged? It was in the fall. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then you got married, what, two years later? We were engaged for two years. Yeah yeah i mean um i i definitely think it's a communication thing and with as far as harry goes i think this was one i guess if there was the the only example in this episode of of sometimes a woman just needs to shut the fuck up in this case was charlotte because she took And, and miranda yes, but Miranda had she was taking a, a pretty well-informed swing and a miss and was like, oh, diarrhea. Okay.
0: <laughs> it you know was such I mean? a Miranda, like, we we'll, we can get to it, but that was such a Miranda thing that's happened before. That was like Ted the Spanking Guy video territory mm-hmm. for her again yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. No, no, just to be yeah. like, hey, no, I'm open. We can talk about it. And the guy's like, just hang on yeah, a second.
1: I think but, it's, it was completely okay for Charlotte to be like, set the date, set the date, also, like, I even think the fact, like, turn off the TV. I prepared this great meal for you. I don't care how big of a Mets game it is. I yeah. I am taking this seriously because you said it was something that I, it was a non-negotiable for you. So I'm negotiating with that now. The, the, right. the point where she crossed the line was when she just said, like, do you know what other people think?
2: You know, it, the thing that sucks about that, too, is, you know, when you, like, you spend a lot of time, like, being careful like really she knows that's a positive she's like i am attracted to him this is the best sex in my life there is all of these positive elements where his cream cheese poppy he's a cream cheese Mm -hmm. poppy i mean he's just (laughs) put some scallions on my everything Uh, (laughs) he uh the cream cheese poppy is here but when you say something like that it doesn't matter like it's going to take a lot of time to repair the fact that that came out of her mouth in right. a way that like when they're it, it, let's say the series is over in like in 10 years or something like that like he has a surgery or something or they're not sleeping together or like something like that actually could be that little that little tear that like they continue to have to be like you don't even think i'm attractive you know like oh oh yeah, yeah. and that's what is really that's what's really sad. And even if she wouldn't have said that, she still was in a way that it was like, you know, if you phrase this a little different, if you come at it with like a little different angle, you're gonna be able to have that cool conversation. That it's like, babe, I got a ring. I just really yeah. like baseball. But instead, it was like that aggressive. Yeah, I don't know. Is she but just I, but said. I, think the, I r- think
1: the reason the reason that it hurts so much is because, and this is a. a incredibly relevant in today's day and age is that when someone says something out of anger, that's hurtful, it's, it's usually not just them slipping up and saying something on an accident. It usually has to do (laughs) with, uh, how they (laughs) feel. Corey just sneezed. (laughs) Corey just sneezed. It has to do with how they actually feel. And that, that is like how their true feelings are bubbling out in that moment.
2: why, why, um why did you say in this time? Why is it more relevant now than than in well, other well, times?
1: Well well yesterday mm-hmm. what the or 2 days ago the event that happened in Central Park where where the woman, you know, was was uh, with her dog and the guy was bird watching yes, and yes, she yes, said yes, those yes, like horribly she said those racist things and mm-hmm. she, her her apology was that was an accident. I'm so, so like I didn't mean them and mm-hmm. I think the conversation w- should be Yes, you did mean them because yes, that's how you feel. And instead of saying just like, I'm sorry, it was an accident, be like the 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 ugly truth is that I do harbor those feelings and I do have those feelings and I want to figure out how to repair those. The I the have ugly, this,
2: uh, the ugly truth Mel Gibson is that you've hated Jewish people for a long time. You just yeah 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 yeah, yeah that was, the, like yeah, the totally. ugly
1: truth, Charlotte is that you do think you're more attractive than Harry, and you you still like even yeah. though it's great sex, you are still you think about that
0: and like yeah like let's let's break that down. But so what I mean we don't well we know what happens eventually, but we don't know how they get there. But what do you do if you are Charlotte? Do you just have to deal with the fact that you're like, I do think that, and now I need to figure out why I like this person or if I even do like this person or is it just that I just want to get married? Like, I guess, do you have to just sit with your feelings then?
2: I think the thing I find interesting about that, Corey, is that that based on what she said, I think it goes down to the actual insecurity that someone like Charlotte could have, which is how do we look to other people? It's not enough that you're in love with this person. It's not enough that they fuck you perfectly. It's not enough that he is caring and considerate and fights for you, got your part, like all of these things. And then what, what comes out is like, how do we look? That's mm-hmm. kind of crazy because that's her insecurity and that is her, that's what she's based yeah, a lot true. of her yeah. identity and her life on. And it has nothing yeah. to do with Harry. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I also think the uh, the very important takeaway from this is you should never change a significant portion of yourself for anyone else. I think the fact that she did this for she became Jewish for him is going to cause tension in the relationship. If she did it for herself, that's a different story. But she so mm. clearly did this for him. And yeah, we've and seen that, says that we've seen that being a bit of a problem with like Carrie smoking for stop quitting smoking for Aiden. Now Charlotte doing this for Harry. Like if you're gonna change, like never change. Something mm. about
2: yourself for someone else. Mm.
1: That's, and that's true.
2: And then if you do, there's just a certain, it's kind of good they had this blow up now. We're within the, we know the ending, I guess. So it's different, but it's like, it's good they had this blow up now because now she has an opportunity to do this for herself. Now she has an opportunity to choose that person rather than be like, hold that over his head, the, the, you know, Jewish thing his whole life, or and yeah. he has an opportunity to be like, to he has an opportunity to next episode just come in with like the thickest plugs of all time and just like have, <laughs> Jewish- <laughs> just just full. You know,
1: I, there's there's a part of me that could relate to Harry. Don't think that every time Katie and I step step outside of this house, I'm not I'm not imagining people. You know, I look like Sasquatch. I get it. I'm like some seven <laughs> foot tall hairy monster walking around with some pretty lady. Like, I
0: know what people are thinking. I luckily, have a, she doesn't, also, luckily, she doesn't remind me of that. Also, Katie got super into World of Warcraft for you. She, <laughs> yeah, exactly. she changed her character avatar. She was like not into it at all. She she totally. flipped her life around. I she have a joke. Totally. When
2: I j- joke about that, uh, the Moroccan lady I went on the the uh, the date with on the sidewalk in the West Village. I had a mm. I had a joke where all the people would walk by and they would like look at her and look at me and they're like what fucking app did that dude just invent but it was like you could I l- <laughs> wish I could take pictures of the people as they walk by just being the quick like okay what's
1: going yeah. on here this is, this is <laughs> this is when you went out with a, a literal Moroccan princess right yeah.
0: yeah 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 I bet that they were just like it's really nice that this lady went out with her landlord's son for dinner. <laughs> Like she's trying Dude, to get some sort of clause in her lease. My
1: my <laughs> favorite joke of yours from that <laughs> entire date is when you were talking about you never really understand how flimsy your Chase card is until it's sitting underneath a black a Visa black card. <laughs>
2: yeah, how royal, royal blue? Yeah, how ro- <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I. But I I think that I I'm excited for them. This is the first crack in their armor. Any good relationship yeah. has to has to mm-hmm. weather a storm and this is their first opportunity to to weather that together and to choose one another rather than just be like he was my lawyer and like well, then we fucked and then it was this and then and now we're married like this is their first chance to be like all right life isn't easy yeah and um mm-hmm. do we love one another I mm. I think we could spend an entire podcast talking
1: about that scene in particular, but I want to quickly mm-hmm. talk about Miranda and
0: the he's just not that into you craze. Um, well, it's interesting too, because this like kind of dovetails just into burger too, because it comes from burger, but like, so it's the thing like burger says it when they're at dinner or when he, when he's, ha- when he's out with Carrie and her friends. And it was interesting because everyone was like, she was like, burger, don't say that to her. And then Miranda found it to be the most liberating thing. Yeah. Also, we know this from Jen Kirkman, who's been on the podcast. That was from a guy who was a comedian. Greg Barrett. Who, Greg Barrett, who was a, a writer on the show. And that was like his, his, his book, right? It was it's, his book. I
2: think he wrote the book after Sex in the City.
0: Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's it interesting. Became, it
2: looks like it became a movie too, a film. We got to watch the movie.
0: Absolutely. Okay, I don't know guys. I'm just, I'm just not that into it. (laughs) Um, but it's yeah. Okay. So Miranda latches onto it. I think it's such an interesting Miranda thing where I don't know if it shows her like her as an intellectual or like something that like gets into her brain or something, but she finds that to be the most like liberating thing. Yeah, Like she's like, Oh, this is great. That's amazing. Cool now I'm free of this. I can go to the next person. And like, it's interesting because it's almost like an ego release. Mm -hmm. She's like, cool. It's not about me. Great. I can just move on.
1: Yeah. It's it's interesting. Someone as analytical and logical as Miranda would not have thought about that before, but it also makes sense why if she had never thought about that, like this is like a complete separation from emotion. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like straight up. This makes sense. This clicks. This is like how I've already lived my life in so many arenas and now I can apply mm-hmm. it to relationships too and that's going to save me a lot of time and, and emotional investment.
2: I it, Totally. One of the things that was striking about when they said it is realizing that that started there and to realize like the water cooler conversations that must have sparked because it still rings so true. It rings more true now than ever when people like, but everything's always the same. Nothing new under the sun. It's from the Bible. Read it. It's old Testament. Harry gets it. So, uh, but he's just not that into still rings like such like a thing. Like when people are on Tinder or online dating or first date or this Mm -hmm. of being like, I don't know, like we were vibing for a day and like, I, we had this really cool chat and he set it up and then he's rescheduled. Like it's just, he's not that into you. Done. I yeah. think about mm-hmm. it with girls all the time that I'm just like, anytime you like get your hook, like it, it, it just becomes so obvious when you just play by those rules. And usually I think people maybe now are a little more trained in a good way, but also because people are flakier than ever at just being like, Hey, what's the deal with this? Rather than, I think people are more trained to, to know he's just not that into you, that spirit of that and throw it out and see where it goes and then move on to the next thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is it, has that like that, um, I guess so for lack of better words, barometer of like how a person is into another person been changed, do you think since the advent of online dating or I feel
0: it, like it's probably gotten, I feel like it's probably, I don't know if gotten worse is the right way to say, it, but like, I think I was talking to some girl and she was saying, oh, I was talking to a really good friend of mine who had just started online dating Like way later, like she, she was like, had never done it when it came out. And she was like, okay, cool. I'm going to do it now. And it was way after it started. And she was like, my view of it for guys is that it's just, it's endless, endless prospects. Mm. So people are more disposable with it. You could just go through and swipe. And I will say like in a, in a, I guess in a city like New York, I think that they say that there's more there's more women than men here. I think that was, that was at least a statistic a while ago. Yeah, I think it's true. But I think that, I think that it's probably online dating has made it like feel more disposable. Cause you can, I mean, that was, there were like articles about that when Twitter came out where they yeah. were just like, I mean, not Twitter when Tinder came out, um, that it was just like, Oh yeah, there's it like, no one really has to commit. You and know? now, now yeah.
2: there's actually, it's kind of like adjusted in a good way to be like, there's places you can go that you can commit. You know, like if you're on match.com, you're not just like, I don't know, I'm just like trying to, like, you want to hook up? Like, there now right. are different places that's the same as different <laughs> bars of like, this That's bars so
0: we're... interesting. You know what part of that is, though? It's because you have to pay for those other services, too. Yeah, that
2: is
1: so like interesting. Like, match. I don't
0: think there's a, is there a, I don't know if there's a free version of match. I don't know. I think you pay for so all of them. There's
1: literally like, like tiers. Like, yeah. match.com is like, I'm. I want to settle down and then. E Harmony, E Harmony,
0: like you have to. I mean, like they've had some flack in the past, but like you have to take this big questionnaire, and then you have to, and then you have to well, those, pay for those it. Dipped,
2: so, uh, they dipped down real hard when Tinder came out, and then there was like, and then now people kind of know like the lowest barrier of entry is something like Tinder, and they're trying to fix that. They have that in certain ways, but yeah. like Hinge, when Hinge got really big hinge their whole thing was like the app that's meant to be deleted and they would brag and then there was other ones that were like tinder ads that you could tell were just like like want to have some fun like try it out it was they were already marketing Mm -hmm. towards like as long as we have users here's where you just meet randos and have fun here's where it's like put some fucking work in and they would brag Mm -hmm. about their users like our users get into relationships Mm -hmm. you know yeah um
1: that's very that's very interesting i never i never thought about that yeah
0: yeah john get on an app just get on an app and try it out
1: hey katie i'm gonna start uh, hop on some uh, dating apps is that cool nope looking for a third i'll be your third (laughs) um uh let's talk about let's talk about uh hurricane
0: pandora hurricane pandora
1: um Uh, that uh, i get that the scrunchie is super is super uh relevant in this in the series um i wasn't like i feel like that was it was such obvious miscommunication that it was like not what I expect for the writing in sex and the city to be hmm. my thing of that like, is that like, just I've, is that sorry I is that know. just because burger is such a that big of a baby that like i it almost I, seemed unrealistic for the show
0: there's burgers definitely got some uh I think the biggest thing I got from this that maybe because we know how it ends, you know, we know that they don't stay together, but there were just so many uncomfortable, like, like when he, even when he was like reaching across to eat her dessert, like there were so many uncomfortable, like wounded guy moments there. And you know, it's just, there's just so many things where it's like, dude, it just, I, I, I get that if you have to have a, hard talk. But even when she, even when she like brought him in at the end, maybe again, maybe it's because we know what happens, but when she was like, stop it. I want to talk to you now. Yeah. As they went in, I was like, Oh no, this seems like it's fixed, but it's not. It's yeah. just worse now. It yeah. was so much and different.
2: Think, yeah. It was so much different than even they didn't even got back together yet. It ended ne- more negatively, but I was like, you can t- already see the good conversation that Harry and, like they hit rock bottom and they can come back and talk about it. They didn't even actually get down to the bottom. They kind yeah. of scraped it, but they didn't get into the feelings. He's like, you hurt my feelings. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. And they moved on, but he's still, they didn't, they didn't bottom out. They just kind of band-aid. I
1: think, it, I think it's because Carrie actually liked his book. Like she was actually a fan of it. So every nice thing she was saying about that, he it's perceived true. that as a dagger, but she
0: was just like trying to be nice about it. Grant, Which like, I think like shows a lot of his insecurity. Totally. Like, it's he, just his like woundedness he, and insecurity. He could have been
1: like, Carrie, I'm I'm really insecure about the book. It, it didn't get, wasn't super well received and like uh, it, these things make make me feel like you're just like putting hot air up my ass mm-hmm. and that really sucks for me. But it's like, come,
0: ooh, hot air. Oh, I'll take some. It's so oh, my- I'll, I'll role play as a hot air balloon. <laughs> put it right Smith, up into the basket.
1: Babe. Smith Bellows come in here. Um, <laughs> but like yeah, I just think he he was so poor at
0: communicating that I was like, "Whoa, bro, this is this is tough to watch." Yeah, it was. I don't I would I would love to have someone talk to us about why the scrunchy scene was even bigger. Like I keep I've heard people talk about a few things and it, one has been the episode Splat, which we haven't gotten to yet. Another is Scrunchy. And I get that it was big. I also feel like as someone from the South when you see cartoonishly southern people played, for some reason the Macon Georgia thing like really worked. I was like, that's great. That's amazing. That's awesome. But I do feel like there's something about the Scrunchy thing where it's like I think it showed a thing in their dynamic, but I want someone to be like, "This is why Scrunchy is even bigger than you think." Yeah,
2: I th- I think the reason for that was that it was f- her, her commenting on fashion and the show taking a stance on what what fashion is, mm. and that's mm. I, I'm sure it stirred a discussion of like, "Oh shit, New Yorkers don't wear that." Like she's they said it a bunch, and it did set a bomb off in the relationship. But then right. even more so for a show that's so based around fashion, that was like that was a pretty big what what is actually cool debate that yeah you know imagine if you're like right in the middle like you're like ah i'm like if you're watching hbo and you were like oh i wear scrunchies like after that you'd be like nope not anymore could you imagine
1: being like a board member in a company that makes scrunchies on a monday after that comes out on a sunday night (laughs) and you're just like well (laughs) fuck
2: well fuck we are doomed we're done and then your stock just free falls and they're just like, just they're like, hey, just keep doing our thing. Don't make any noise. And Tumblr is gonna come out in about fifteen years, and all of a sudden the nineties are gonna come back roaring, and we're gonna fucking crush with yeah. a bunch of but Gen I, like, Z. It,
1: yeah, if you were in the fashion world at the time, like I, like you were probably walking on eggshells. Like one episode of Sex and the City could completely make or break your entire bottom
2: line. Oh yeah, and you know nuts. they're calling to be like, please put like. Get us in there, like say this. Totally, yeah, yeah, totally. That's so um, interesting. Let's, uh, let's let's do the let's do our ratings. Okay,
0: let's do it. I got, I, got I got mine. I got mine.
2: Count us down, Kev. 4.5. 4. 4.
1: 5. Was that the first time we
2: ever? I said four five. I said
1: four five. 5. I said 4, 5. Oh yes. my gosh, we did it. We did yes. it. That's amazing. Four, Fucking uh, thing. Down, rocks. 4.5. Such such a great episode. I I loved all of it. I could have yeah, used a little bit more Samantha storyline, although it was great to see her with Jerry Jared. Loved Miranda. Like the way the whole episode tied together. The sh- the Charlotte Harry scene was emotional. Seeing um, Burger act like a real bitch dog. Like just love that episode. I'd wa- I would. S- End this call and rewatch it again right now.
0: Yeah, it was a great episode. I 4.5 all the way. Uh, yeah, Samantha could have seen a little more, but also I feel like they got into some great territory with it. And, um, and we got some great New York shout outs. We got Zabars, we got the Mets. Um, and just good setup for things that are going to continue on. Super strong all the way around. And Kevin, they were. Miranda was at the Indian restaurants with her dude getting diarrhea right around the bar, right around the corner from the bar we used to host our stand-up show at. Oh, yeah. They were, oh, they were on 6th and 1st, right by 3 of Cups. Oh, my gosh. Go, uh, what do you... No, Bombay Rose. <laughs> you always go
1: upper right, right? Is that the...
0: I think it's upper right. I think, I think it's upper right. I, I think upper... I, think, uh, I went to the wrong one one time. If you ever come to New York, there's four Indian restaurants and they try to get you in and there's like one or two of them that are good. And the other I think aren't. I
2: think upper right is the way to go. I think it's upper right, yeah. yeah. Um Kev? Yeah, I was four or five. I, I felt like we've said it before, but that was just like four executions of a theme. I think it like legitimately had, you know, sometimes like something seems like authentically edgy and some I was like, man, like I was like, even for Sex in the City, this like has some like edginess to the story of like. He's just not that into you. And like, should you shut the fuck up? Like there's these certain things that I'm like, man, this is really I feel like this could cause a lively discussion if it came out right now um, yeah. and in in such a good way and not a, not a way that's like it was controversial, like in a way that was like these are really, really great discussions to have um, yeah. great acting all around. I feel like Kristen Davis's acting has just gotten exponentially better. And I think part of that is from her just being in a good storyline and being in love and having like higher stakes than some of her other storylines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought she did some great acting. And then I I can totally see what people were saying. Like I'm not full on fuck burger train, but I can totally see where it was just like watching him take stabs into that cake. I was just like, oh, bro. bro, bro, bro.
1: Yeah. Bro. That, looked like a a deli- that looked like a delicious dessert too. Yeah. Like you can't be upset eating that delicious dessert. Yeah. Out of, a, wrong, out of a nice, probably hot ramekin. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Also him, can't doing, shut down that him doing a harsh exact thing that he pointed out earlier. Like he 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 staked it out to be like to show her like I'm just not that into you right now by, yeah. by oh, doing yeah. he and Yes. That was like kind of a low blow. So I just thought it was a freaking great episode. Yeah. Loving it. Loved it. L- enjoyed it. It was a 4.5 easy. Amazing.
1: Well, Thank you everyone for tuning in. If you haven't already, please toss us a uh, a comment and a rating on iTunes. Um, we always love getting those. Uh follow us on Instagram. Um, Kevin throws up some really great stories to interact with and polls yeah. and whatnot. He does a good job. Kevin, you do a really good job on, on he the, does Insta- a job on the Instagram. Instagram.
2: Dude, thank um, you. Thank you. It's yeah. everyone that find that talks to us on that. Thank you. It's yeah. it's so great. Also, Katie uh, writes, Kate writes is our most recent uh, review. Um, I don't know if I've said this before, but she just said uh, she we got ourselves a um, we got ourselves a little sign off from Kate writes on on Ooh, the what review. Is it? Let's
1: use let's use it tonight. Use it.
2: Take it so home, Kevin. She said uh, uh, she said perfect community. Blah, blah, blah. She said, P.S. Just throwing it out there. But later taters could be a good sign off now that you've oh, officially met the Tate man. Oh, I love that. Kate writes, hey, I want to say thank you for the 5 Cosmo review from Kate Wrights, And to all of all of you other listeners out there, later, taters. Later, taters.
0: Later, taters. Later taters.
2: The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if
1: you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.